one day when she came in, she was, you know, getting out her stuff to do her work. And I remember saying to her, Barbara, I am so glad that you are doing this stuff. I am just not a numbers guy. And she looked at me with this big grin on her face and she said, oh, this is like candy to me. Live your faith, build your business and change your world. This is Live, Build, Change. Welcome back to the Live, Build, Change podcast. It is time to live your faith, build a business, and change your world. And that's what this podcast is aimed at helping you do. Today, I want to talk with you about what kind of internet business, or what kind of business for that matter, you should be building. You hear the question a lot, or you see the question a lot on the internet. What kind of business should I build? Or what is the best kind of business to build? I see that even more. And I'm going to say to you that the best kind of business is a business that fits you. It fits your personality, it fits your gifts, it fits your interests, and it fits your lifestyle. Because there's all kinds of things you could do to make money, right? You could deliver pizzas for your local Domino's. You could start your own pizza place. You could create a car repair shop. You could sell products on Amazon. There's all kinds of business ideas that you could get into. But if those business ideas are not a good fit for you, I can tell you a few things that will begin to happen. First of all, you will get very frustrated over time because instead of feeling free, which is what you should feel from running your own business, because you're building systems and you're building teams that can actually run the business for you so that you can just manage and oversee and actually scale the business to be more profitable. Instead of that, you're going to be experiencing frustration because you're going to be stuck in the business. And if it's not a business that aligns with an area of interest that you have or something you're actually skilled at doing and enjoy doing, you're actually going to become very frustrated because you'll feel trapped. You won't be able to get out of that thing because now this business that you've created is your only source of income. Does that make sense? So instead of stepping out of a normal job into a business that provides freedom, you've essentially just created another job for yourself. Only now you're the boss, or in some cases, the business is the boss. And if you don't keep feeding it, it's not going to feed you by providing you the income that you need. So let's walk through some of those issues that I've mentioned And let's talk about each one so that you can think through a little more clearly the kinds of things you need to consider when you're thinking about what is the best business opportunity for you. The first thing I'm going to say here is that any business you pursue should be a business that fits your interests. And by interests, I don't mean, you know, like follow your passion. I, I don't agree with that philosophy because a lot of us are passionate about things that are not monetizable. In other words, you can't really make a living from that thing. But I believe that a business opportunity that you engage in needs to be something you're at least interested in. Because just imagine this scenario, say that you have created this business and you've been working it for a year and 
at the beginning, often you are the one who's doing most of the work or all of the work that includes the marketing, that includes the graphic design, that might include creating the website, that might be creating the packaging for a product. I mean, whatever kind of business you have is going to dictate what that work is. But for a year or more, you will be doing all of that. If the business is not centered around something you are interested in and you're just doing it for the money, you're going to wind up becoming very disenchanted and perhaps even unmotivated to actually work on that business. Now, if you're one of those people who just love the possibility of freedom, you know, greater time freedom, greater lifestyle freedom that a business can produce, and you can keep that big goal in mind while you're working the business, it may work for you if the business is not in an area of interest. But it just doesn't make sense to me to be working on something that you're just not interested in. You're going to lose your motivation after a while, even if you have a great big why behind your business. For example, say you've got mission causes that your business is going to support, and that's your long-term goal, which is the change part of the Live, Build, Change. You know, change your world through using the funds your business generates to support kingdom causes that you really believe in. Now, that can be a very motivating thing. But in my experience, if you're not interested in what you're doing to accomplish that goal, it's just a means to an end that you're not really connected to, you're going to have some issues in making that business fly long-term. Number one, your clients are going to sense that sense of disenchantment with the business topic. They're going to see that you're not as enthusiastic about that area as perhaps another person is. It's going to come full circle in time and you're going to run out of steam. That's my conviction. That's my belief. I've been in many situations before where I just didn't have the enthusiasm for the situation that I needed to have in order to stick with it long-term. And I think we've all been in those shoes. So that's the first thing I would advise you is if in order to find the best business opportunity, you need to have something that you're pursuing that you have at least an interest in. It's something that is a hobby or a skill or an area of interest that you actually care about. I guess the second thing I would say when you're talking about the best business opportunity for you is how does it fit your personality? You may not think about that very much, but you know, the way we are wired is the way God has made us. He's made us much like an artist or a, a craftsman might make an item. You know, let's take an instrument, for example, a musical instrument. Say that you're a guitarist. I think they're called luthiers. Say you're a luthier and you create a guitar out of a certain kind of wood that you know is very resonant, has a deep, warm sound. Well, you know that that guitar is going to be fitting for certain styles of music more than it is for others. Say you make a different guitar out of a different kind of wood, and this one has more of a bright, cheery sort of a sound rather than that deep, resonant sound. Well, it's probably going to be more fitting to other types of music as well. You might have wondered when you go to concerts, why the guitarist between songs sometimes will switch from one guitar to another. Well, that's part of it because each individual instrument has its own unique qualities. And those qualities are more fitting for one song than they are for another. The same thing is true when it comes to you 
working in a business that you create yourself. If God has designed you with a certain personality, with a certain bent, you might say, then your business opportunities need to fit with that bent. Now, that doesn't mean that you'll always be doing things that absolutely light you up. I mean, that's not the case. There are aspects of business that just have to be done sometimes, whether you really enjoy them or not. I mean, for example, marketing or sales or writing copy for your website. I mean, certain things that you find are not really aligned with your personality and your skills. Nevertheless, they need to be done. Well, the good thing about running a business is that over time, as the business becomes more profitable, you can pinpoint exactly what those things are. And those are the first things that you're going to outsource to someone else. Bring a member onto your team to take care of those things, who is skilled at those, who is bent in that direction. You know, I remember when I was pastoring a church in Hawaii for a time, we had a gal in our congregation who came in and did our books for us. You know, she did the bookkeeping. And one day when she came in, she was, you know, getting out her stuff to do her work. And I remember saying to her, Barbara, I am so glad that you are doing this stuff. I am just not a numbers guy. And she looked at me with this big grin on her face and she said, oh, this is like candy to me. I just love the numbers. And I honestly could not conceive of that. Now, why was it so hard for me to conceive? Well, it's because I'm not bent in that way. It's not my personality. It's not my areas of strength. But for Barbara, it was exactly her strengths. And I guess what I'm driving at here is this. God has designed each of us intentionally, I believe, with a particular set of skills, a particular set of interests. We are designed in that way, much like the luthier designed certain guitars for a specific purpose, for a specific role in God's plan. And so if you're finding yourself pursuing business ideas that after a while kind of turn stale and you can't imagine doing it long term, I would suggest you might be pursuing the wrong kinds of business ideas. It needs to be something that you're not only interested in, as I mentioned in the first point, but you also have to actually have the kind of personality that not only fuels that aspect of a business, but thrives in that sort of a business. Now, I am going to mention a third thing that I think is the least important of the two, but I do think it's a consideration, and that is the kind of lifestyle that you feel like you're supposed to be living. Now, let me give you an example. When I first stepped out of pastoral ministry and into the situation that I'm in now, I was looking for all kinds of opportunities. And there was a restaurant here in our small town that had been around for a long time, had a pretty good track record that I was considering working out a deal with the owner to buy that restaurant. And we were going to you know, revamp it a little bit, make it a different kind of a menu, make it more uh, trendy and, and modern in its appearance. But the more I thought about running a restaurant, the more I came to see that is not the kind of life that I feel like I'm supposed to have or that I want to have. I mean, for example, a restaurant in a smaller town like where we live, you have to cut costs wherever you can. And that often means the owner has to be in working in the restaurant, keeping it going so he doesn't have to pay staff. Well, that's not what I wanted. I didn't want to be, you know, creating food all the time or keeping the kitchen clean or those kinds of things. You know, those were not things that were appealing to me in terms of lifestyle. 
you know, I want to have time at home with my family. I want to have the opportunity and the freedom to be able to go see grandkids if I need to, to go and go on a mission trip. I mean, all kinds of things. Now, of course, if the business were to grow, the finances may come that those kinds of things are possible. And, you know, you can hire a manager to take over. But just the track record this restaurant had, though it was a good track record for our little town, seemed to have a cap on it because we are in a small town. And that's just a practical fact of what the situation was. And so, thankfully, I decided that wasn't the best thing. And the Lord led me further into different opportunities, one of which is what I'm doing now with my podcast company and and online courses and things like that. So my point is this. I don't think lifestyle issues should be the main reason that you choose a particular business, but I do believe they have something to do with the choice that you make. There are different approaches to business that require more of your time, more of your dedication and focus, more of your resources in terms of energy and brain power and those kinds of things than others do. And you need to consider those kinds of things when you're looking for the best business opportunity for you and for your situation. Now, I have my favorites. You've heard just, I believe it was in the last episode, episode 20, you heard what I think about online courses. I I think online courses are a great way of producing somewhat recurring income in a somewhat passive manner that almost everybody could do. And in my mind, It's kind of a no-brainer to me. I I feel like almost everybody could and maybe even should do that kind of a thing. But again, it may not fit you. You may find in that online course example that you are just absolutely not the person to teach somebody something. You just don't have a gift or a skill of teaching. Well, that's totally fine. The online course approach may not be right for you. You may find also that you just don't really have the speaking voice or you don't have the presence in front of a camera to get on and to create an online video course. Nothing wrong with those things. It's an example of how those things don't fit you. So in summary, what I'm saying is that the best business opportunity for you is one that number one, you have some level of interest in. You you actually might enjoy as you get into it. Number two, it fits your bent or your personality. And number three, you should include some consideration to lifestyle issues, the kind of life that you want to live and feel like the Lord is calling you to live. Hey, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Liberal Change. and know that you have lots of options and lots of opportunities when it comes to podcasts to listen to and ways to educate yourself. And I appreciate that you're listening to Live, Build, Change. Would you do me that favor that I ask every episode? And if you've done it before, hey, I would love to ask you to do it again. Could you take that device you're listening on right now, whether it's on the computer or on a smart device, and find the sharing functionality. If you're listening on a podcatcher or a podcast software of some sort, you can swipe left or right or up or down and you can find the sharing function. I want to ask you to share this episode with someone that you prayerfully believe would benefit from listening to what I had to share on this episode and do it via text or via email. Do it in a personal way. Include a personal note to tell them why you're sharing this episode with them. You can have an impact in helping someone else start to think differently about their life, about the opportunities, and about the potential of what God might do in them 
and through them to live their faith, build a business, and change their world. Thanks a lot. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.